Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Raw and Prophetic with your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. Raw and Prophetic is where we are real, we are anointed, we are women, and we are prophetic. On this podcast, you will be encouraged through the Word of God to step in your purpose-driven assignment from the Lord and to be inspired and encouraged to be all that God has called you to be. So, welcome to our podcast. Here is your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. might be earlier for some, later for others, depending on the time, wherever you are listening to Raw and Prophetic, where we are real anointed women and prophetic. So excited to have a special guest on with us on this evening, Evangelist Effie Lee. How are you? Hello, woman of God. I am well. Thank you very much. I am so honored to be here this evening. Praise God. We just thank God for her. Um, you know, it's so amazing. I just want to share one little tidbit thing about this woman of God um, before we go in, because our topic uh, tonight is going to be healing and deliverance. 
And um, I've known this woman of God for quite some time, um, even before I gave my life to Christ. And uh, she used to work at, you know, well, we both work at um, was what is called it's called now F FCH or something now, but Ascension. at that time. Yeah, but that no Gulf Coast is FCH. I'm sorry. So it's oh, Ascension now. Uh -huh. It's Ascension. Yeah, Bay Medical <laughs> Ascension. But at the time it was it was called Bay Medical Center. And she uh, I first heard of her and met her when she was the supervisor for the emergency room department for the registers. And so um just, you know, working at that hospital and I'm quite sure with everybody else, you know, working at a job can be challenging. And so really watching her, how she demonstrated herself as a woman of God, you know, through the obstacles and through some of the things that we had to experience as co-workers. And it really ministered to me. And I remember uh, I gave my life to Christ and I had ran into her in the hallway because people were telling me she was a Christian. Well, you know, at that time, I I knew what Christians were. Some of them was hypocrites. Some of them was truth, you know, depend. but I really did see this woman that got displayed being a true woman of God. So I remember when I first got saved, I saw her and I told her, you know, guess what? I got saved. And she said, I can see the spirit of God all over you. And from that moment, we just stayed connected. And so, um, I want to also share, I remember one year when she, um, had got awarded employee of the year and they were trying to say you know we had at that time um i think the chaplain family somebody had donated money but the funds had ran out so when she was nominated as employee of the year because previously the other employees of the year would get about roughly around two to three thousand dollars from that fund so they had somebody has said i was like oh i'm so happy that you know uh, uh evangelist effie won she deserved it she's a hard worker and one of the co-workers said well she's not going to get that money because they don't have that fund and i was like well we don't know what god got in store for her and i remember when i went to the banquet they had a fund for her she had got a big lump sum of money and that really encouraged me. I knew that the Lord was with her. And when she worked there, which she's retired now, but when she worked there, she really was a light um, in the midst of darkness. And, so, and, and from that point, we just stayed connected. We just stayed connected in Christ. Um, and so, uh, Evangelist, just tell everybody a little bit about yourself. I told just a little bit of what I've seen and what I've experienced. So before we go into our topic, just introduce yourself and tell everybody who is Evangelist Effie Lee. Praise God. I thank you for such a, a warm welcome. Um, yes, I remember those days very well. Uh, my name is Evangelist Effie Lee. I am the founder and visionary of Women of Worship Ministries. Um, I am a local evangelist here um, in Panama City. Um, just, you know, one to just really want to love on the people of God, help the people of God, help my sisters and brothers um, in this fight because we are in a fight, we are in mm -hmm. a race. And just to help each other and encourage each other. Um, I have two children, four grandchildren. Um, I have since retired from Bay Medical in 2020. So I thank God for that because yes. that was a true blessing um, to be able to retire and still have some quality of life. <clears throat> yes, so, right. Um, I just give God all the glory. I tell you all the years he was with me there, how he just led and guided me through, how he showed me favor um, in the midst of different circumstances and situations. 
God can be with us anywhere. He is with us anywhere. And I know he was with me through those years because yes. I experienced things that I didn't even have the education, the knowledge, uh, the, the forthwith of, you know, the, um, what is it? The networking, all of those mm -hmm. things that come into play when you're in leadership, mm -hmm. um, in a place of business, but God supplied everything that yes. I needed. So I'm just grateful. Um, and once again, I just thank God for being here with you this evening. I thank God as well, because, um, you know, like I said, you write the favor you had and everything that, you know, God did in your life. So tonight's topic, we're talking about healing and deliverance. And this is what I really believe um, the Lord is getting ready to do. He's getting ready to raise up a remnant of believers, a remnant of, I ain't going to say believers, I'm going to say followers. Because believers is and followers is two different things. I think disciples is what I really want to run with this because you could be a believer, but still not have enough faith. You can be a believer and still not have that desire. And, you know, cause the Bible says that even demons believe in, in, in Jesus. Okay. But they, they, they ain't following them. They ain't doing what it's supposed to be doing. Right. So as a disciple, it's a different kind of cost. And so I really believe that there are disciples that God is raising up that's getting ready to move in miracles and healings because we, we we all we know that social media is um packed with lots of different things and lots of different preaching and all sorts of things that's going on and the church right now is being mocked and so mm -hmm. a lot of people are losing yes. the faith and not believing that jesus is a healer that, that there, there's no more miracles and we have saints of god who get diagnosed with diseases um illnesses and will not even try to fight in the spirit because mm. they feel like it's the Lord's will. Well, it's God's will for me to die. No, it's not because I've read plenty of scriptures. I purchased a book by um, this author. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but I'll look him up in just a second called scriptures to live by. And all he did was write scriptures in this book based on healing, based on honor, based on uh, the Holy spirit. So, really, I really believe that God is really wanting to raise up. There's many of us, we've gone through some illnesses. I know me and my husband have. Um, and we have been believing God for the miracle to move in our bodies, to, to, for us to him to make us totally whole. We've been, we've been declaring and putting scriptures over ourselves. And I'm telling you, it really has been increasing my faith in trusting in the Lord. And so, uh, Evangelist, what are you saying? What do you think the Lord is saying in this hour about um, people moving and walking in healing and deliverance? Yes, yes. Um, well, let me say this. Um, it, it, it's it's how you tapped into talking about that unbelief thing, because we actually just have the clubhouse room uh, Wednesday night, um, and the Lord gave me the topic. It's still a form of unbelief. Mm -hmm. Even though we are, we, we're Christians, we're in the church, you know, we're preaching, teaching, singing, dancing, prophesying, or whatever else. Um, a lot of times when doubt and things come up and loss of hope um, and things that come across our mind mm -hmm. and in our hearts, yes. that's still a form of unbelief. Yes. And we talked about where the unbelievers are. The unbelievers are named in a horrible bunch of people that shall be in the lake of fire in Revelation 21 and 8. It says the homemonger, the murderer, the abominable, and the unbeliever is in there. So, mm -hmm. wow. Just saying in this hour, 
he I, uh, he gave me a word last month that said that he's going to be doing some exposing. And the exposing that he's doing is not going to be for humiliation. Um, it's not going to be for mocking, but it's going to be for us to get it together. He's right. exposing some things within us that we feel like um, because we attend church, because we serve, because we do this, because we do yes. that, that those yes. things are not important, that they're just mm-hmm. minor. But he wants to deal with those little things that are in our hearts and in our minds. And that's where unbelief stems from. It's lack yes. of faith. If we yes. just want to be real about it, it's yes. lack of faith. And mm-hmm. we dealt with the scripture in Mark, the ninth chapter, where the a man son you know they, uh, they took the son to the disciples and they could mm-hmm. cast out the demons and mm-hmm. they brought him to jesus and yes. jesus told the father he said everything is possible to them that believe and the man shouted out and he said i believe lord but help thou my unbelief and we've just got to have that in our spirits because yes we don't know the capacity that god has has placed in us and i i, I met that during my own time of illness because if anyone would have told me <laughs> that mm-hmm. I would have had the spirit I had going through what I went through, I would have said they were a lie, a, a straight out, because I just did not see myself with that capacity. But God has already prepared us for everything that we yes. will encounter. But we've got to believe. We've got to have faith. Mm-hmm. We've got to trust God. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I really believe that he is saying in this hour, in, in my terms, in my vernacular, the rubber is meeting the road. You got to show mm-hmm. what you're working with. Exactly. <laughs> we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. We've preached about it. We've mm-hmm. talked about it. We've got to show what we're working we with. We got to walk it through. I don't know about you, but I just see things one thing after another, after another, after mm-hmm. another. It's like you can't catch your breath from praying for one thing before something else happens. And mm-hmm. something, we're in those days. Yes, we are. He wants his bride ready. He mm-hmm. wants her adorned. And mm-hmm. that means that we're going to have to deal with some of this stuff that we pushed down and that we sat on and that we've hid and that we've played with for years. You better say that. Played <laughs> with. <laughs> she right. Played with. Played with. Yeah. <laughs> because, listen. And we've learned how to play it well. And we learn how to play it well. Um, but until you start walking through some things, um, it, it's like this too, Evangelist. Um, I like when you said, you know, that that there were things with, with, with your situation, what you went through um, with your health, that you didn't know that you had the strength. You didn't know that you were able to endure it. And I myself have gone through some things as well. I, there, you know, since me and my husband been here, you know, um, you know, I, we dealt a lot with rejection um, coming up in the ministry and things like that. And then when we got here, you know, it was one thing after another. And 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 and, and my husband was telling me. He said today. He said he said, uh, "Honey, you have you have grown in the spirit." He said because the things that we're dealing with right now, you're encouraging. You're lifting up. You're you're not tearing down. You're not saying things negative, you know. And 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 so, like you said, you'll find that some things that you go through because healing and deliverance is not healing is not just you know being being healed of physical mm-hmm. illnesses. Mm-hmm. Healing is also being healed in your mind mm-hmm. um, and the way you think. Because let me tell you something. The Bible says so. Amazing. Man thinketh, so is he. 
Yeah. So, you know, and, 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 and I want to throw this out there. They're putting so much stuff on social media to try to uh, uh, put fear into us and to try to make us afraid of things, you know. And this is why I don't watch certain movies um, because certain movies and things, I don't want to open the door for fear. Mm-hmm. Because if you go, and, I, and I've learned, like you said, the Bible says that the Lord goes before us. And if he goes before us and whatever you're facing, Mm -hmm. you know that God is able to pull you through because he wouldn't, the Bible says he won't put much more on us than we can bear. So, um, I think also too, healing begins with the mind. So kind of mm-hmm. talk, talk about that, you know, about mental illness. A lot of people are not just dying from physical abuse. They're dying from mental illness. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, and so we really got to get people back into a place of knowing the word. I was reading the scripture the other day in Matthew, and it was talking about how Jesus went about casting out de- de- devils and healing all of those with his word. Mm-hmm. It really didn't stand out to me until I read it when it said, with his word, he healed all diseases. Mm-hmm. With his word. So when you're speaking the word out loud over yourself mm-hmm. and declaring it and you're believing because faith comes by what hearing mm-hmm. and, you know, hearing so when you hear God. by the word mm-hmm. of God. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you know, whatever you're dealing with, whether you're dealing with mental illness, mental illness, uh, I, I believe comes a lot through leaders because a lot of leaders right now are going through some storms. A lot of leaders have gone through years of storm, not just through some storms, years of storms. They've gone through leadership, you know, battling with, you know, the enemy, trying to, you know, be faithful in the ministry, people trying to come up against them and people tearing them down. And that mental illness, they're getting to a place where a lot of pastors are wanting to commit suicide. A lot of pastors are leaving the faith. A lot of leaders are now teaching things that's not Christ-like. And it's because of the hurt and the wounds, you know. So, evangelist, tell us, um, you know, some things that people can do that's dealing with the, the mental part of being wounded or hurt or rejected, mm-hmm. not being accepted. Because we've talked about this before in a private time. Yes. And, and a big part of that, and that also comes along, with, and I like what you said when you said that God, he doesn't just heal you physically. Um, but he heals you emotionally. He heals your heart. He heals your thoughts. He he heals everything. He, as I always say, I always say he's full circle. He doesn't mm-hmm. take anything out. You know, so really just getting the renewed. I think it's Ephesians that say we need to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And yes. we have to decree the thing. We have to declare the word of God. God yes. is faithful to his word. Mm-hmm. And yes, through rejection, you will see yourself. I, I did another uh, um uh, room one time on defeating the mentality of the grasshopper because if you mm-hmm. see yourself as a grasshopper then the giants are going to see you as a grasshopper <clears throat> that's right you see yourself as a giant slayer then the giants will have to that's recognize good that. that's you know, good so we've got to we've got to get in the word of god and we can't just read it anymore we can't just we've got to live it Mm-hmm. And we and I'm not saying that that's the easy thing to do because we're still in the flesh. But yes. we have got to do it. I told somebody the other day we were talking and we we're ministering, and I said, even through your tears, 
decree mm. and declare the word of the Lord. Yes. Even through your pain, decree and declare the word of the Lord. Yes. He did not bring us on this side to fail us. He did not bring us to leave us. He did nope. not bring us for us to be ashamed. That's right. So we've just really got to live the word of God. Mm -hmm. That word is an engrafting word, James said, and it's able to save our souls. It's able to heal us. Everywhere Jesus went was healing and deliverance. Yes, Everywhere right. Jesus went. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Right. Anybody that wanted it, desired it, he gave it to them. Yes, he's he did. He's still here today through the power of the Holy Ghost. So he's mm -hmm. still healing. He's still delivering. He's still yes. setting free. He's still making us whole. Everywhere he went. Everywhere. Everywhere. So yes. we've just got to we've got to really lean back on that thing and just uh just get that in our spirit and get that in our mm -hmm. mind. You're absolutely right. When mm -hmm. it starts in the mind, it just poisons everything else. You start mm -hmm. to get lack of self-confidence, lack of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and and it will do that to you. And a spirit yes. of rejection can bring on an illness. Spirit sure of can. can bring on illness. Spirit <laughs> of unforgiveness can bring yes. on illness. I'm not mm -hmm. saying all illnesses are, are, are generated from that, but those but things it can. can bring illness and affliction in the body. Mm -hmm. It sure can. Because it opens portals, it opens and it allows spirits to operate illegally. Exactly. So we, we've got to be really can word curses can bring on illness. So sure we can. We've really got to just get grounded, um, I feel, in the word of God and, and start to live that thing and start to walk that thing out. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with what you're saying, because you know what, when you were talking about how illnesses, because, you know, <clears throat> everybody likes to harp on when Jesus, um, you know, when they asked him, you know, what caused this man to be blind? And Jesus said, neither, but rather that the Lord can get glory out of his life. That's true in some mm -hmm. cases. But also, too, there are scriptures that talks about, <clears throat> you know, Proverbs talks about, you know, how herp herp. Okay, so we came back. I don't okay. know what that was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I rebuke you, Satan. Anyway. <laughs> um, you know, it, it says hope deferred makes the heart sick. So some people, you know, you gotta understand if you if you lose hope, mm -hmm. your heart is going to become sick. Yes. Which means you're going to be speaking and saying things that you should not say. Yes. And, you know, um, the Bible speaks about, um, I'm, I'm going to read Proverbs really quickly. It says, let me put my glasses on. I was trying, trying to look for my scripture while I was on. But um, it talks about Proverbs 12, 18 says, There is that speaketh like a piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Mm. So it is so important to use your tongue wisely. Mm -hmm. Even when you might receive a diagnosis from a doctor, you use your tongue wisely. Yes. Don't just say, well, they said I got this. They said this is going to happen. They said this is going to happen. <laughs> no, you just begin mm. to say, okay, the, I've been diagnosed with this, but I'm believing God for a healing. Mm -hmm. And not only believing God for a healing, but do what is necessary as the doctors tell you. We have too many Christians that refuse. If they get cancer, they don't want treatment. They get this, you know, things like that. 
We have too many. I was talking to another apostle about that. And we both was up talking about that very thing. Too many people refusing treatment um, because they don't. They feel like, well, you know, Jesus got it. No, mm -hmm. you got to. You is understand this when you receive a diagnosis of something, or if you are sick, whether you have an autoimmune disease, you might have arthritis. Maybe you have dis the dislocated disc in your back. You might be dealing with um, uh, fibromyalgia. You might be dealing with um, you know arthritis or or high blood pressure, heart disease, whatever it is, diabetes, whatever it is. It's going to stay there if you keep speaking negatively about what you carry in. Mm -hmm. But when you start reading that scripture, you have to lose your tongue and wisdom. And you have to be careful who you share your diagnosis with. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful. The Bible says in James, he said that when there's one sick among you, he didn't say you had to get on Facebook and let the whole world know. He mm -hmm. said, call upon the elders. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And when he said, call upon the elders, the elders will come and he said, they will, they will pray the prayer of faith. Mm -hmm. And who is an elder? It ain't always just a pastor. An elder is anybody who is mature in the spirit and know without a shadow of a doubt that God is able to heal. Mm-hmm. So when you call upon the elders, your elder can be a, a, a prayer partner you got, a, a friend, you know, somebody that is that, that's mature in the spirit, that's not going to go and gossip about your illness and gossip about what you're going through, especially with mental illness. Because with mental illness in our culture, you know, we quit to say, oh, girl, she crazy, they crazy, they crazy. They crazy. They crazy. That's all we say. Oh, yeah, she called me and she was going through, girl, she crazy. But we're not praying for them. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And, you know, and Samuel, it talks about it in the book of Samuel. He, When Samuel was praying, for, when two of Israel went to him and asked him to intercede, he said, Far it be from me that I sin against God if I don't pray for you. You understand? So it's so important. You know, I be seeing people all the time on Facebook when somebody say, pray for me, and they all saying that. If you said you prayed for that person, you would pray for them, and you didn't, you sinned against God. Mm -hmm. You sinned against the Lord. So this is why it's important to know who to go to when you are in need of healing and deliverance. Mm -hmm. You understand? Healing and deliverance is not to be seen by everybody. Is not to be posted on social media like you carrying the power because it's not by your power, it is by mm -hmm. only Jesus the Christ. Yes, yeah. So, you know, I like when you said that when you was talking about, you know, unbelief. Reason being is because you have people who don't believe. And if you share with them what your situation is, or if you're wanting to be healed of something, especially mentally. Mm -hmm. They're going to sit back and laugh and talk and say things instead of them really going in the spirit on your behalf so that you can get delivered. Mm -hmm. You know, and so um, evangelist also to um, tell us more about um, um, walking in in healing and deliverance and and, and and just, you know, what God is saying. Yes. Um, let me first of all start with this. And I, 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 I want to share this part. Um, I, I can't tell my whole testimony because my goodness, it was so yes, it's fine. facets of it. We would be here all night. Um, mm -hmm. But I do want to share for those of you that don't know my story. I was diagnosed with stage three lung cancer. Um, before I was diagnosed, 
the Lord, and when you said, you know, dealing with the mind, because the mind has to go first. Right. The mind has to go in first, or mm -hmm. the rest is shot. The rest, it, it doesn't make it. The mind has got to be settled first. And how God dealt with my mind was I received a prophecy um, a Sunday before I went to the doctor that next Wednesday. What you say? the prophecy I received talked about sickness, talked about um, everything uh, that I would be dealing with um, in, with the sickness. Um, she also repeated several words like uh, regeneration, restoration. I mean, the prophecy was just, and I took it in because of how God delivered it. I knew it was from him because I felt the power of God on me. You have to have a connection with God. You cannot walk in these things any kind of way. Now, yes, he is a God that is just. He is a God that's fair. He is a God that is of mercy. And people, but when it says call for the elders of church, it doesn't say what kind of people are calling for the elders of the church. Mm -hmm. So he still heals that way too. Mm -hmm. But as a believer, as a follower of Christ, I am telling you, you have to be in tune with him. And as mm -hmm. he spoke that word to me that Sunday, I went to the doctor that Wednesday and I got the diagnosis. I had had the CT test, a biopsy done. I had all that done. So I walk in and the doctor is just very blunt to the point. Well, the CT biopsy shows you have cancer. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I sat there for a minute mm -hmm. and the Lord began to rehearse some things in my mind that was said. You better and go ahead on, sister. I rehearsed those things in my mind that were said. I just looked at him. I said, okay. I said, where do we go from here? So he started directing me on where we went from here. Well, I went home and my poor daughter, she said, mama, you're okay, mama, because she's used to the fleshly effie. She's used mm -hmm. to effie ready to fall on the ground, kicking and screaming, Lord, why me? But God had done something different Wow. And when I said, I'm, I'm fine, baby, we just got to deal with what we got to deal with. As I went home, the Lord began to deal with me and he had me to isolate. And not because, uh, you know, some people isolate because oh, they don't need to know my business or I am not telling nobody what's going on with me. But he was preparing me mm -hmm. because people can mean well when they come to, oh, yeah, my son, my aunt had this and this is what happened to her. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, this happens to that person. And he was preparing my mind not to receive all of that. Exactly. He was exactly. preparing my mind not to receive everything the doctor That's right. had to say. That's to right. To be obedient to what he told me to do, but yes. not receive what he was saying. Mm -hmm. And as I went to the doctor and started my uh, visits with him, of course, they named everything from A to Z that you're going to experience when you go through treatment. That's your mm -hmm. baby barking. Do you need to do something with him? Let them bark. Them heifers, they, every time they end up barking at the people that's downstairs, you know, or either my husband, <laughs> he might have been, my husband might have just pulled up too. So oh, just, okay. <laughs> I, listen, everybody on my podcast know oh, no, I got them dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as I began to go to the doctor's visits, Mm -hmm. I began to say in my mind and in my spirit, I hear the doctors. Uh -huh. Lord, I'm listening for you. Right. I And I repeated that every time I went in. I said, anything that they say that's against your will for me, I rebuke now in the name of Jesus. That's right. Anything they say that could cause any hurt, harm, or death, I rebuke now in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I began to, the Lord, because it wasn't me. But God began to condition my mind and I began to align. Now, I did do that. 
And right. That's what we have to do. We yeah. have to come in alignment with his will. You better we say have to that come too. In alignment with what he wants for us. That's good. And I knew that my healing was there because he had already conditioned me for it. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that I didn't have to go through what I went through to get there. Mm -hmm. So they were talking about chemo, radiology. And even after that, I still had to have surgery. I had to have the lower lobe of my lung removed. But I tell you, God was so faithful. And I like bet you he was. I really don't want to go into detail because I'll be here all night. Mm -hmm. But know that he was faithful through every step. Everything that they told me that I would experience, nothing. I would go back to the doctor. Are you doing this? Are you feeling that? Is this happening? No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, to the point where you say, well, I don't even know what to say. To Nobody but God. Nobody but God. Nothing Effie did. Because my, my righteousness is as filthy rags. Mm -mm, it wasn't about that. It was, it was the power. You let the power of God the do grace it. Of God. That's right. He Thank you, Jesus. That thing so that I can let somebody know he's able. Yes. You don't have to receive everything that's said over you. You don't. you don't have to receive everything that people say and mm. what they uh, uh, speak over Jesus. you. You don't have to receive that. Even the doctor, you don't have to receive that. I'm not saying don't be disobedient because they right. told me I needed to do this. I needed to do that. I needed to eat better. Yes. I to, and I did those things. Mm -hmm. But as far as them telling me what all I was going to experience and how I was going to feel and how I was going to come out of that thing, I believe the report of the Lord. That's right. And God didn't tell me that. Oh Jesus! At the point, mm. I mean, he carried me so at the point to where uh, I did experience one thing that he mentioned, and that was like cramping, and mm -hmm. your muscle, and that was at the last treatment. I have you know that was supposed to be through the whole thing. That was after the last treatment. I experienced some cramping in my legs and my hands, mm -hmm. and as I experienced that, and as I felt like I, I didn't want to give up, but as I felt like I was getting sad, if so to say, in the spirit. The Lord brought the word back to me that was spoken over me, and I spoke the word regeneration. And when I spoke the word that was spoken over me before any of this happened, because God gave it to me and the Holy Ghost brought it back when it was needed, yes. I spoke the word regeneration. When I went to sleep and woke up, every joint was moving. Yes. Every joint was well. Every joint was moving. There was no cramping. I tell you, when God says a thing, he Ooh. means a thing, and he will do it. Yes. And it will give us the capacity. When I say faith that passes all understanding, that makes no sense, he will give you that. But we've got to believe him. We've got to trust him. And we've got to stop looking at healing, as you said, as just a physical healing. Healing is every, every facet, every part of you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes healing don't always take place on this side. Right. And, and I'm going to leave that because we, we look at that in a natural sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Healing doesn't it's not that God failed. It's not that prayers failed. Mm -hmm. Healing doesn't always take place on this side. Sometimes mm -hmm. healing takes place when they've crossed over. Yes, right. That yep. their body is healed. They're not in pain mm -hmm. anymore. They're not sick anymore. Mm -hmm. They're not riddled with cancer anymore. Mm -hmm. So we yep. got to look at this thing in the entirety of it. And we yep. gotta have a nevertheless. And until we get a nevertheless, Lord, whatever you say about it, it's all right. And mean that thing, because we can't say it and doubt. We can't say it and be afraid. And I'm That's not right. going to say that these emotions won't hit, but we've got to back them off. That's they right. They will hit. 
they will yes. you will have to you will have to decree a thing in your tears mm -hmm. you will have to decree a thing in your tears that's right you believe god you cry it out you decree it you declare it and you trust god to move in it mm-hmm and you know it's like this right here like you said some people you know it, it, everybody I, i've learned um evangelists i have learned this everybody's life with god with jesus is different some people they get a diagnosis and they're ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's up to them if that's what mm -hmm. they want to do. You know, um, but if you if you want to live and you don't don't you know you don't have to settle because Jesus said mm -hmm. that, you know, as he touched and, and healed the the blind the blind man, he said, you know, uh your according to your faith be it unto you. Mm -hmm. So it said according to your faith. Mm -hmm. It's like it's according it's according to your faith, you know, and and, and just like Peter. You know, when Jesus went to Peter and he said, who do the people say I am? And Jesus said, and Peter said, some say Elijah, some say John the Baptist. But Jesus said, well, who do you say I am? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's all in who do you say he is. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I was one of the ones that knew when you had been diagnosed with it. And it encouraged me. It encouraged me because I never heard you complain. You was mm -hmm. always pleasant. You know, it was, you didn't have that victimized spirit of why me and i'm not saying that we can't go through those moments because mm -hmm. when you first mm -hmm. get a diagnosis of something or you're going through something and you you know that's that's probably one of the first things you'll say why me and what you know and mm -hmm. i'm trying to live right and i'm striving to live right and you know you know what me and my husband have been going through i went to the lord and he said he said i understand you trying but he said but i need you to yield Mm -hmm. He said, I need you to yield. He said, that's the problem. You're trying to do it. Yield to what I'm doing in your life. He said, because when you try to do it, you're going to try to go around and he ain't lying because I'll try to avoid every trial and error. I can <laughs> avoid it in the name of Jesus. If I can try to avoid it and I ain't got to go through nothing, I'm going to mm -hmm. try to go that detour. Like, I'm going to try to creep by Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to try to creep by Jesus. And so he was like, you know, you try to do it. He said, that's your thing. That's your problem. He said, you're striving and you're trying. He said, just yield and accept whatever I take you through. Mm -hmm. And okay. trust me, that's what you said. That's what you mm -hmm. said a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. You said that you just trust God to take you through it. You, you told your daughter, I'm trusting God to take me through it. Mm -hmm. I'm trusting Jesus yeah. to take me through it. And it you wasn't, know. yeah. And it wasn't a, a smooth ride. I mean, it was like every time I went for some sort of checkup expecting one thing, he would give me a different report. And I'm like, wow, okay. You know, I'm expecting maybe this is going to end. Well, no, we got to keep going. Okay, well, maybe I won't have to have the surgery. No, you're going to have to have the surgery. And I remember the Lord speaking to me because I they said that the tumor has shrunk after the chemo and the radiation. The tumor had shrunk and it didn't look like it was viable anymore. Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, we we were human. We we uh, that thing kicks in. So mm -hmm. I said, okay, well, if it's not viable, if it's d below whatever uh, percentage it is that you uh, decree as a vi viable, then I'm okay. I'll, I'll just leave it alone, you know, because it's mm -hmm. not active. Mm -hmm. And the Lord spoke to me and said, "How can you say you're healed if it is not removed?" And I was mm -hmm. like, wow, seriously, okay, Lord. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that really, I, yeah. I was like, really, okay. And yeah. come to find out when they removed the tumor, <coughs> the mm -hmm. tumor was still viable, and over three-fourths of it was still active. Wow. So if I would have sat there just on that one report that came across that was totally inaccurate, I would have still been full with that tumor still alive in my lungs. 
So that's why I said you just gotta. Wow. You gotta. So did, you let me ask you this: Did the doctor suggest that you have surgery? Well, that was the plan from the beginning. Okay. The plan from the beginning, because they found the the uh, cells in my lymph nodes mm -hmm. that I would need to have chemo and radiation. But it was a plan from the beginning to remove the tumor. The okay. Left, the okay. Right, lower lobe. Right. But because I had the radiation and chemo, the the lymph nodes were okay. The tumor had shrunk, mm -hmm. but it had not dissipated. Okay. And okay. so the plan from the beginning, what they told me from the beginning was the plan. I was trying to skirt around it. Okay, I get you. I was, I was okay now. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to have it. And that's what I mean when you said that about, you know, if we could, we if we could, yes, we dodge all that. Mm -hmm. was, but we can't. And if we trust God, we're going to have to walk through those things. And you're definitely going to have moments. Um, I remember two distinct moments I had. One was a supernatural encounter. And mm -hmm. one was him having me minister to someone when I when I fell in my pity party uh, stage. Mm -hmm. And it was one. And and I was like, I don't understand. You know, uh, they still saying I have to have surgery, this, that, and the other. And I, I kind of fell into a pity party stage. Mm -hmm. And the Lord, somebody called me and needed ministering to. Mm -hmm. And I literally, because I talked to God like this, I was like, really, Lord, I, I can't have a moment. <laughs> I can't have a pity party. <laughs> I got to now I got I got to put I, I got to put myself in the right uh, position to help my sister out because they mm -hmm. help. you know mm -hmm. because that's what we're supposed to do we're not mm -hmm. going to fall up and ball up in the corner either when we're going through these things somebody right. needs help and if right. you're walking in a uh, a ministry of of helping people or or praying with people or whatever it may be you still got to walk in that thing yes right that's even right. though you're going through it's you still got to walk in that thing. Mm-hmm. You can't bother wow. in the corner and just shut out the world. Yes. And then you know, you have such an amazing, amazing testimony. Um, because I really believe, you know, people have to understand, you know, sometimes God has us go through things to increase somebody else's faith as well as ours. You know, because somebody else can get diagnosed with with uh, a cancer, and and so you've gone through it, and you can be the very one to pray for them, lay hands on them, and they recover. Not only do they recover because of your prayers, but they're recovering because their language changed. That was one of the things that I had talked about the other day. We have to change our language, and we have to speak the word. You know, and I'm really, you know, I've, I, I, you know, the other day I was, you know, as I was reading my Bible, and it really just got really embedded in my spirit. I said, you know what, God, we always talk about that. You know, speak the word, speak the word. Mm -hmm. But as some of the things my husband and I have been facing, I'm really getting the understanding mm -hmm. to speaking the word of God. Mm -hmm. Because, and, and being careful who I share certain things with, what we go through. Because like you said earlier, that you know, you I love when you said this. This is why I've learned you can't share everything with everybody. You're already in your mind trying to process what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, sometimes you can't share it with family. Mm -hmm. um, because all they're going to do is speak the worst. Oh, well, you that, you know, statistics said it. They said it. Exactly. And I heard it. I had yeah. a friend that had, and, you know, whatever you got yeah. going on. And you already, you trying to have the faith. You trying to, to have the faith to believe that God can. And everybody around you is speaking. Like, that's why, you know, what they was, I believe in the Bible. Jesus told some people when he's getting ready to hear somebody, get them out the room. Mm -hmm. Put them out. 
put them out, he said, because they speak yeah. in doubt. Yes, yes. You I know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. And so <laughs> so I love when you said that. You were saying earlier that you had to process because you had to also process what was told to you. Mm -hmm. And not only this, prepare your mind because, you know, Let's be honest. We got to, we got to, we, you, not only do you have to have faith in Jesus Christ, but you have to have faith in the people that are going to put you under surgery. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And so, you know, so that the faith in God would put the right people, mm -hmm. you know, and he did, you yes, know what I'm saying? And so, and so being with that, you didn't need all that talking mm -hmm. and, you know, and people, because I'm going to tell you, people love to put you in the grave. Mm -hmm. They would put you in the grave before, you know, something happened to Jamie Foxx. I don't know what it was. But all on social media, they were saying he was dead. They said he had this because the man did not want to share what, you know, the family, they, they didn't feel like they wanted to share what was going on. So the people just started talking. Mm -hmm. And I remember I said, Lord, I'm going to pray because these voices are out here speaking this stuff over this man. I don't know his situation, but I know Jesus, you're a healer. And I'm going to begin yeah. to intercede on his behalf. Yeah. So, you know, what an awesome testimony of what you've gone through and how God brought you out. And I've learned this too, woman of God. Ain't none of us exempt. Mm -mm. We're so we're so <laughs> told that if you tithe and if you do this. Uh -uh. Listen, as Christians, we're going to go through some things. Sometimes yeah. it might be an illness. Sometimes you might be going through, you could be in mental illness as far as people treating you and ostracizing you and cutting you off. And people don't want to be bothered with you. Mm -hmm. But but God will he'll what he'll do is when you start to have that one on one with Jesus, that one on one, mm -hmm. he'll begin to strengthen you, and then he'll put the right people that yes. will come along to encourage you. Yes, and I I love that you said that because that's exactly what God did. Um, because as I said, I I isolated myself so that he could deal with my mind. Uh, but once he got me where he wanted me to be then i began sharing with people not still not everyone mm -hmm. but he literally gave me people and mm -hmm. some people that i didn't really even um have a relationship with mm -hmm. i mean people but i knew they were uh, men and women of god but nobody that i even had a relationship with but he put these people in my path and these are the people i reached out to because mm -hmm. we do need each other we, we do. do need to encourage we do. each other. We do need somebody to be there. We need a daughter girl. We need a daughter yes. girl. We need a, you know, we need that. So, but he had to get me in a position to where I would, um, what is that old saying that we say, um, eat the meat and spit out the bones? Mm -hmm. He had to get me in a position where I would eat the meat and spit out the bones because mm -hmm. some people, not even being maliciously, will come and, and speak stuff over you. You so will. That it's not even God's will. Mm-hmm. You know mm -hmm. what? You know you're probably gonna start feeling this way because my aunt so and so did or whatever. They're not being malicious. They really think they're helping. Right. But you've got to learn how to take the how to not take those things in. That's right. But, but you know we do need each other. But God will, He will align for you. And like you said, doctors, He will. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't even go into it with the doctor thing because He aligned that so perfectly. I like I said. It <laughs> yes, God. Wrong. And they had me yeah. trying to contact one doctor that I really wasn't. And everything he did, he gave me peace. And when mm -hmm. he didn't give me peace, I knew that was not the right way to go. That's right. And there was a doctor that mm -hmm. I kept trying to reach it out. I really didn't want, but they said that he was good. And I really didn't want him. And he never contacted, you know, never, his office never got back with me. And, and it ended up, I ended up um, 
with the doctor that I had for the surgery, Dr. Engel, and, mm -hmm. and oh my goodness, just amazing. 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 I said, Lord, I know this ain't nobody but you. Nobody but the Lord. Say, you know, they, and there's nothing wrong with um, going out of town if you need to, if there's something more that you need that's not in this area. Mm -hmm. If you're not trusting of the doctors in this area, right. there's nothing wrong with going out of town. But I remember when God was talking to me, and he was ministering to my spirit and told right. me he's going to heal me right here. Right there. I'm that's not going right. to have to go anywhere. He's going to mm -hmm. heal me right here. And, and he, he did, did it. Mm -hmm. He did that. He did that because your faith was in Jesus, you know. And I and and, and I like I like what you said a few minutes ago. You, you know, you you prayed about everything, including the doctors. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we as saints of God, we when we get a diagnosis, we so quick to, you know, just run with everything. No, take time, pray, mm -hmm. pray, and ask the Lord who to send you to. Pray and ask the Lord what doctor to go to. Pray, ask the Lord about the medications and say, Lord, should I take this medication? Mm -hmm. If they prefer this medication to you, then ask them, is there any other medication besides just this one? Of course, there's always more than one medication. So, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and ask the questions, ask the side effects, you know, so you're aware. Things like that. And so mm -hmm. you were very prayerful. That's that's what was what was awesome about it. Was I love how you said that you you wasn't so quick. You you prayed and you you asked the Lord to put the right people in your path, and that's why you didn't have to go outside of Panama City mm -hmm. because you was led by the Spirit yes. of Jesus. You was led by Him. Jesus knows. He knows. He he knew them doctors. Yes, he he knew them doctors from head to toe mm -hmm. because He made them. He gave yes. them the brains to go to school. So by you doing that, you just fell right into his plan of what he wanted to do to use you so that it would be a testimony for mm -hmm. other people to give them the faith to believe. Because I really believe there have been a lot of people who were prematurely taken out of here. And people don't understand and don't believe. Can you die prematurely? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you get if you get diagnosed with something and you're around negative people and you allow that that stress or you allow the the, the uh, despair to overtake you, you know one of the things the doctor told me when I got COVID, he told me he said don't panic. Mm -hmm. He said if you panic because you know when I first heard the word COVID, he said don't panic and I'm like I'm not gonna panic. I actually did not panic. But God prepared me for it. Now, if I would have mm -hmm. got COVID, maybe you got probably would I probably would have been gone because I'd be mm -hmm. like, it's over. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can say, you know, and, and, and let, me, let me bring it back up what you said earlier. And I wanted to, to kind of piggyback off of that. You said you received a word from the Lord. Now, let me correct something here. I ain't talking about them prophets that be trying to speak all that deaf stuff and crazy. I ain't talking about that. Because you got some people who are evil and try to do speak things mm -hmm. on you. But I remember you shared with me, it was from a reputable prophet and a reputable woman of God that you knew that cared about you enough. And so when she spoke and said what she said, she said the Lord was going to restore he was going to, he, you know, he was going to, you know, just restore you back, and so, you know, and you know, and so rejuvenate. What, what, what was it? Was it rejuvenate? Regenerate. Re regenerate. She said the world was going to regenerate you. Mm -hmm. So the thing about it is, is that you receive the word of the prophet, mm -hmm. and you receive the reward. Mm -hmm. 
because you know you said that when you first heard the news and you know the, your flesh started acting up but mm -hmm. the spirit of the lord reminded you yes. what god said Mm -hmm. Yes, you're going to go through this, but I am going to regenerate you. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. Yes. He's, he's true to his word. And as mm -hmm. I said, I don't want nobody to think that I'm saying that this was a cakewalk because <laughs> it was not. Because mm -hmm. there were times and moments, and, and there will be times and moments, but like I said, even through the tears. And I, I talked about the two uh, times that really stay with me that I was down and I do want to mention this one because I had a supernatural encounter with God um it, it, <laughs> he he is just amazing we wow amazing God and I tell you I was sitting in the hospital room and I had gotten to the point where I had almost been overcome um I I was hurting I I didn't want to get all on that pain medication like that I couldn't get comfortable in the bed. I couldn't sleep. Um, I, my, I had chest tubes. So I was literally walking around with two with chest tubes uh, mm -hmm. attached to a machine where they were pumping the fluid for, you mm -hmm. know, for my lung. Mm -hmm. um, so just really, really, really in a bad state and in a dark room, a literal dark room and a spiritual dark room. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, as I was sitting there, I heard and felt, I literally heard and felt the Lord walk into the room. Wow. I literally felt him sit beside me and put his arms around me. Mm, Jesus. I literally had that encounter with him when I was sitting in darkness. Mm. Not just literal darkness, but spiritual darkness because I had mm -hmm. almost let myself be overwhelmed. Mm. And because he's faithful to his word, Mm, he Jesus. came in and had to reassure me supernaturally so. Not mm. just me reading the word, not just me declaring the word, not just me believing the word, but he came himself supernaturally so. Mm. Because he is faithful to his word. Yes, Lord. And Thank he you, told Jesus. me that he would bring me out. Yes. And because I was sitting in darkness, he came in and I mean literally heard and felt him in the room. Wow. So we we have got to trust God. He wants us in this hour. He wants us to have the faith. We 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 talk about the faith the size of a mustard seed, mm -hmm. but our faith has to increase. Our faith has to grow. Mm -hmm. This is an mm -hmm. evil and wicked world. Yes. There are things happening all around us. There are things in our back porches. On our there are things at our back door. And yes. it's going to get worse. I'm sorry. Yes, it I'm is. I'm sorry. Somebody's mm -hmm. probably said to you the sunshine and, and flowers are coming. These <laughs> are the last days. These are the last days, and yes. we have got to be prepared. And God, is. things are happening in our lives. Things are happening with the saints. Mm -hmm. And things are, we've got to have the faith yes. that is going to sustain us. That's right. Through all of this. That's and right. The trust that is going to allow us to inquire of God so that he can direct us and guide us through this. Yes, ma'am. And, and I stand on it and I believe every word you just said. You know, and it's amazing. You know, God is so amazing because when you experience that supernatural moment in your life, mm -hmm. it transforms you. Yes, it does. 
it transformed yes, it you. I mean, you can see, yeah, you can see, you can see you've been transformed. I can, like Moses, your hair might not be white, <laughs> but, it's, but it's like this right here, I can feel, I can feel the mosaic anointing all around you because, you know, you, when you had that encounter with him. You know, it was supernaturally and it transformed you. Mm -hmm. So the word of the prophet was true because it rejuvenated. Yes. You 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 received a rejuvenation. It regenerated yes. you to go to a to a place. And not only that, he did it for you to be able to reach a generation. Mm -hmm. Because our generation needs to be regenerated. Yes. They need yes. it. And so I thank God for you, woman of God. I thank you so much. For coming on and sharing your testimony of how God is a healer and how he brought you through. Um, I really believe this is going to bless people. This is going to be, you know, going, going over the, um, all over the world because, you know, on this podcast, we were on Facebook, but when I loaded up to the, to the audio, it's going to go all over the world. And, you know, God. it's going to be people in England, people over, you know, I was kind of amazed because it was somebody in Pakistan. I said, who in Pakistan listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but praise God, you know, wherever he wanted to go, you know, I'm not Jesus. I'm just, I'm just doing what he told me to do. Just put it out there. So your God. testimony is going to help a lot of people and bless a lot of people. And so um, go ahead and share how anybody can reach you because I really believe that there's going to be somebody that's going to reach out to you who is going through something maybe similar, but they're going to need you to pray for them. They're going to need you, that voice that, you know, that God's placed in your, in you to, to carry them through and to even com bring comfort to them and encouragement. So how can people reach you? Praise God. Um, well, we do have a Facebook page, Women of Worship Ministry on Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, we also have the email address. Um, for email prayer, prayer request, or correspondence, and it's women of worship, all one word, women of worship, lowercase zero seven at mm -hmm. yahoo.com. Okay. Um, we also um, are have we have a clubhouse room um, where we come on Wednesday nights at uh, six six p.m. on Wednesday nights, um, mm -hmm. just coming on, encouraging, edifying, equipping the people of God through the Word of God. Mm -hmm. um, so women of worship ministry there um, and we also have a zoom that we've started that we're doing on friday nights um at 6 p.m so that's something we just started um okay God is just really moving um and i am just trying to hold on for the ride <laughs> all right you know, well awesome i'm excited i gotta get back on them wednesdays because i came yeah. on before when y'all were on i really was blessed by that yes, so yeah, yes y'all yes, please join them in the clubhouse room um women of worship um, I've been on there before, and I'm telling you, those women got some jewels. They got some treasures for you. They got some treasures. So really get on. And, and, and uh, as you said, if you don't know how, just go to Facebook, Women of Worship. But I'm telling you, I've been a part of the Clubhouse a couple times, been on, and I was blessed. And I promise you, you will be blessed because these women that's on here are treasure carriers. They're carrying the treasures of the Lord that you need to help thrust you to the next place in Christ. So we're going to go ahead and get ready to just end this broadcast. I do thank you so much, Evangelist, for coming on, sharing your testimony, sharing nuggets of what we need to do to get delivered and get healed. Of course, this won't be your last time coming on. I will have you come back again. Amen. 
but I just thank God for you. Yeah, I thank God for you. <laughs> I really do because I'm telling you, we're living, like she said, we're living in the last days. Mm -hmm. We really do need some real warriors that's going to, you know, hold up our hands and help us to keep fighting this good fight of faith. So with that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening to uh, Raw and Prophetic, where we are real, we are anointed, we are women, and we're prophetic. Thank you so much for listening to this topic on healing deliverance with our special guest, Evangelist Effie Lee. So Evangelist, if you don't mind, just go ahead and close us out in a prayer, and we'll go ahead and just go, sign on off after. Praise God. Father God, we just come to you with humble hearts, God. We come to you with repenting hearts, God. Lord, yes, God. You thank you, Jesus. Us of anything that we've done, aware or unaware, out of your will, Lord. We yes. Thank you for your word today, God. We thank you for allowing us to come and to sup with you, God. We yes. thank you, God, thank that you, if there's Jesus. anyone that hears this word, God, that they know that they can be made whole in you, God. Lord, that they know that they can be delivered in you, God. Lord, we thank you that you increase their faith now, God. Yes, Lord, God. Lord, God, that whatever yes, storm or Jesus. whatever thing that they're going yes. through, God, that they can have a nevertheless and trust you, God. Lord, yes. we thank you now, God, that they be delivered, God. Delivered yes. from generational illnesses, God. Delivered yes. from generational curses, God. Delivered, God. Mm. from inherited illnesses, God, that are going through their families, God. We plead the blood of Jesus right now. Hallelujah, for that can stop in you, God. For if they just have the faith, God, to come to you, God. Hallelujah, and for you to set them free, God. Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you because we know you as Jehovah Rapha. We know you as God, our healer. We yes. thank you that with the stripes on Jesus' back, we are already healed. We thank you that as they declare and decree your word, God, that they will see you moving in their circumstance in their situations god lord if they're dealing with unforgiveness deliver them now in the name of yes, jesus god, thank lord you, if they're jesus. dealing with stress if they're dealing with jealousy if they're dealing with uh eating the wrong things god hallelujah deliver them now in the name of jesus lord we plead the blood of jesus against these things that cause illnesses yes, in our bodies jesus. god thank and lord you, jesus. we thank you because we know god that we can look to you the yes, author and finisher of our faith god for you are able to do anything but fail lord whenever yes, lord. we hit thank impossibility jesus. it is just an opportunity for you god so lord we thank you now god that you go through these airlines that you go through whatever platform that these go on, Lord, mm. that somebody may be healed, God. That somebody mm. may be delivered, God. Yes, that God. somebody may have a testimony, God. Yes, oh, Jesus. God, that Hallelujah. somebody may turn Thank their Jesus. hearts to you, God. That yes, somebody Jesus. may give their lives to you, God. That yes, somebody God. may invite you in to be Lord of their life, yes, God. Yes, Jesus. Oh, God, that you can move in their hearts and rule and reign in their minds, God. Thank you, And Lord. we thank you now, God. Thank you, Jesus. That they be renewed with the right spirit in their minds, God, as they go through situations and circumstances, trusting in your word, knowing that yes, you are Jesus. faithful, God, that yes. you watch over your word to perform it, God. Yes. Lord, we thank you now, God. We thank you for blessing Apostle Katrina, God, that she thank will continue, Jesus. God, to thank bring the Jesus. word of God, to bring testimonies of God, to yes. bring things of God to the people of God, that yes, we may Lord, be uplifted, that we may be encouraged, that we may be equipped, hallelujah, that we may be exhorted, that we may be comforted, 
because we need that in this time. We need each other. Yes, so, Lord, Lord, we thank you now because we know, God, that you rule and super rule over yes, everything. Yes. We know that you rule and super rule over yes, everything. God, thank you, For you Jesus, heal us thank of all our diseases and you forgive us of all our sins. Yes, yes. And we thank you yes. now that you have already sent the word. We thank decree you, now that the sickness that is on this line, you have already sent the word and you have healed them and saved them from destruction. Lord, yes. we give you the praise, you, the honor, and the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank glory. you so much for that awesome prayer. And again, Evangelist Effie, we really appreciate you for coming on, being a part of the broadcast. And everybody, she's already told you how to reach out. So if you didn't catch it, go back and get the replay. It's on there. But again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in to Raw and Prophetic. You guys be blessed. And as we always say, be made whole.